0: Hey, hey, and welcome to this episode of Connections, Coffee, and Confidence with me, Janice. This is the podcast where we talk about all things strategic communications, messaging, and content creation. So whether you communicate for your business or as your business, I know you're going to find something in this episode to make your life a little bit easier. And today, okay, so today I want to have a wee chat about messaging, specifically three characteristics of messaging to help you understand what it is. And you're going to hear how we unconsciously use it in our everyday life. So instead of talking about it from a pure business standpoint, this episode aims to help you be more confident that you already actually understand messaging and you're already using it. This episode came about because of the answers to a recent email survey of my subscribers. One sweet soul used the word incompetent. And let me... Just take a moment to say that, no, (laughs) no, no, you are not incompetent. Not one of my listeners, not one of my subscribers is incompetent. You are absolutely freaking amazing. And you totally have this. You've got this. But because messaging is so important and there is that feeling of ugh around it, I just wanted to take a slightly different approach. And that approach involves socks and a few bananas. All right, just bear with me here. I think a lot about messaging as it is fundamental to all communications efforts. It's the thing that makes your point to the people that you want to have hear you. And if you don't have messaging, well, you're just talking to hear the sound of your own voice or you're creating content for the sake of being seen. Are you contributing? Yeah. Is it valuable to the audience? Doubtful. Is it valuable to you and your reputation as an expert or as a resource? Eh, Probably not. It could even be damaging because when people see fluff come from you too many times, they'll just come to expect that from you and really they're gonna stop paying attention. Unless of course you're a teddy bear and then fluff is good. That's actually what they come to you for. So as a sweeping statement, I say that messaging is the base foundation for your communications and not just for your business. You probably don't think about it consciously, but you use messaging every day to do like everything that involves other people. You say what you think you should say Get done what you need to do. Simple. You'll tell your kids to pick up their socks. You might yell up the stairs at them and you might send them a text. Hey, there is no shame in using multiple media to get your message across. Remember, you have to go where your audience is and speak to them there, right? But that's a clear and direct message. Pick up your socks. You could have some secondary messaging, such as, I expect you to clean up after yourself including picking up your socks or you are old enough now to be responsible for your belongings and that includes your socks please pick them up every time you say something you're bringing it all back to your main or key message pick up your socks your secondary messaging builds a framework around the key thing you want someone to know that secondary messaging That supports the key message. They enable you to bring in some storytelling or some backup information. They enable you to sound not like you're repeating yourself, but like you're someone who has a goal and is working towards it. By golly, those socks, they're getting picked up. Now, it's easy enough to do this in your personal life. Other than socks, you'll have messaging around your personal boundaries. I don't like it when you speak to me that way. You'll have messaging around the dinner invitation you extend. I feed people to show love, and we love having our friends over. You'll have messaging about the grocery order. Please get the yellow bananas, not the green. The green ones get forgotten while they ripen, and we already have a freezer full of baking bananas. See, we can use messaging in these ways because we're confident in the proposal we make. We know what we need. We know how to tell people what we need so that they understand and follow our lead. We can communicate the consequences clearly. We know the freezer will bust open if we put one more overripe banana in there. So we phrase our request so that it makes sense to the person we're talking to, to our audience, so we can avoid negative consequences and achieve the positive ones. But somehow when it comes to our business, we lose a bit of clarity We lose that connection between what we need and how to tell our audience about it in order to lead them to the understanding that what we say is right. What we do is what they need. What we offer is the answer they've been looking for. Or we lose the confidence to say it the way we need to. We might bury it when we think that we're just making it softer or easier to hear. As an example of this, Our nephew came from ireland to visit this summer and he asked me a question so i answered and bless his little heart because he looked at me and said wow that was a lot of words and that was his message for me less words less context or padding or explaining because if he needs it he'll ask for it and that was brilliant because with that feedback from my audience member of one I was able to tailor my messaging and my delivery to suit how he could hear me. Now you may be sitting there questioning why I'm telling you about my nephew, but I'm betting that you've had an interaction like this, maybe a million of them to some degree or another, and you never really gave it a thought, including how it pertains to communicating for your business. In order to have a proper relationship with your audience, to speak to them and have them hear you and understand you. You most likely already have the tools you need. You've been using them in different circumstances all of your life, just like I have. It's a matter of reframing those skills and the interactions for those who you want to pay you money and recommend you to their friends. Hey, how's your social media? Your content like as a whole, Do you create any? Is it engaging? Is it turning you a profit? Driving leads and purchases your way? Is it easy for you to create? Does the copy basically write itself for you? You just need to color around the edges and find a nice picture? If you're nodding your head yes, then that's a sign that your messaging is good. Congratulations! And maybe you're one of those people who used my messaging workbook to nail it down and learn how to use it. Or maybe you're one of those who just have it kind of tucked away in your head somewhere and you're not really cognizant of it. Either way, working messaging is awesome. Okay. So let's say your social media is doing a decent job for you. What about your email list? Are your subscribers engaged? Are they buying from you? Do they email you back? And your website, is that producing for you? And are they all saying the same things? Now, obviously in different ways. I mean, a tweet isn't going to have the same structure or length as a sales page. A LinkedIn post will read a little differently from what you put in your email. But when you dig down into the heart of what you're saying in these channels, these different media, are you saying the same things? Because that's where the true power of messaging lies. When you know what you need people to think, feel, know, or do after they come across you and you can repeat that sentiment everywhere you go in the format that matches where you are at that moment, that is when your audience will get the idea that, wow, you really know who you are and what you're about. And gee, Wouldn't it be great to work with someone like you? You can tell someone to pick up their socks once, but it probably won't work. You know, it might as a fluke, not as a rule. So you repeat yourself in different ways using different channels or media. You yell up the stairs a short, snappy, hey, get down here and pick up your socks. That's like a tweet. You text a picture of the offending socks and say, hey, I think you forgot something. I expect you to tidy up after yourself please pick up your socks. That's kind of like a social media post. At dinner, you could start a general chit-chat about getting things done or responsibilities, and then you work your way to the pick up your socks line. That's a LinkedIn-style message delivery. Best case scenario is someone asks you to do something for them, like drive them somewhere or order something online for them. Then you have a captive audience and you can say, hey, I can totally do this for you. Look at the value I'm giving you. And I only ask that you pick up your socks in return. That's like an email when you've got that semi-captive audience, right? And eventually, as someone hears the same message from you, delivered in different styles and in different forms, in different places, that message sinks in. They will most likely pick up their socks. And if they don't, you'll tinker with how you tell them and you'll try it again because good messaging is clear. It is repeated and comprehensive in delivery, and it's also malleable. You don't have to say the exact same thing every single time. Your words may not be the right words for your audience at that moment. You can play around with them while keeping your meaning. All clothes need to be picked up and you can point to the socks on the floor. No clothing must be left on the floor and you can, I don't know, throw the socks at them. Please remember to put your clothing in the laundry basket or the laundry room when you get changed. And this includes your socks. Or my favorite? Here, let me show you how to put your clothes in the machine and use it. You're saying essentially the same thing to your audience, but you're changing it ever so slightly Until you find the sweet spot between what you need them to know and how they need to be told it. So you tried saying something one way and it didn't work. Try it again. Maybe everybody missed it. And then try it again a little bit differently. It's okay to experiment. As long as the key message, your underlying point is the same. And it's the same everywhere you're showing up. Then you're doing a great job. And if you want help focusing yourself on that key message that you're going to build everything else off of, I recommend you try my messaging workbook, which I will link to in the show notes. In it, you'll draw the link between your business goals and the way you talk about them so that your audience understands and comes alongside of you to support you. Also on my website are some other resources such as the masterclass on creating your social media content strategy. So if you think you know what your messaging is, You just need a system for making sure you're using it consistently and showing up online saying the right things. That's the resource you need. And I'll link to both of them in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you found something that makes sense to you through this different look at messaging. And if you know of someone who could use this different approach to understanding and improving their communications, please share this podcast with them. I would super duper appreciate it. Hey, don't forget to jump on my email list at JaniceFogarty.com, where I email every week with some behind the scenes stories and give you an idea of how to use the information in each episode a little bit deeper in your business. Until next week, my friend, have a fan freaking fantastic rest of your day.